Hello, and welcome to a podcast of things I did on the radio earlier today. Uh, I think it was an okay one today. There's a bit of production went in there. There was meant to be uh, two sketches. We've got time to do one, which means tomorrow there's going to be a sketch about uh, waiting lists for doctors. But anyway, what we did do is the entire show, plus there was a new story that was too rude to broadcast. I know, too rude to broadcast in Essex? Are you sure? But then we we made the decision that we shouldn't, so we'll chat about that at the end of this. Meanwhile, sit down, strap in, and have a listen to what we did on the radio earlier today. Edwin Starr and Happy Radio seems appropriate. Alex Party before that seems appropriate, unless you're Boris Johnson, in which case, because I think he's leaving a party. I know we've made the joke. No, it was an alien that made the joke, so in theory I've never heard this joke. So actually, okay, um, I thought Boris Johnson was getting in trouble for not leaving parties before. I didn't, I didn't hear it if an alien said that on the show, because I don't hear the alien. Uh, they even know that they happen. Shush, 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 shush. So welcome along. Did you have a sweaty weekend? I did. More sweating still to come. Fabulous weather. We can't complain. Did you watch Wimbledon? No, neither did I. What else happens? Um, oh, on the show today, we've got... This is the best news story for someone like me, because I'm a relatively new parent. It's not long until Rory's four-month-old, but there's a story about how parents aren't good anymore. So we'll look at that. Joe Biden's made the same mistake I've made. £16 million on a drink. We'll find out if inflation really is that bad. And, well, that news story we might have to just leave for the podcast, because that's too rude. Um, we keep talking about supply chain issues and the cost of living crisis. So much so that for the cost of living crisis, we uh, have a jingle by long-term listener Martin. It costs how much? Don't have one for the supply chain issue. Well, we'll look into that. Um, supplies of hummus are under threat. Welcome to the world when you get to find out if you're middle class or not. Supplies of hummus are under threat because of a global shortage of the main ingredient. Chickpeas. Now, I would say, for those of us who uh, grew up working class, when you tell me there's a shortage of chickpeas, here's my response. You ready? Oh, no. No chickpeas. Oh, no. Or as if you've just thought to yourself, no hummus. What will we have as a dip while we're having a fantastic wine? You might be working class. You might be working class or you might be an absolute So it's difficult to know, isn't it? So anyway, apparently war, poor weather, and other such things look set to impact the bean. Beg your pardon. Um, and it should reduce the amount of chickpeas by a fifth. Ukraine could not uh, seed its crop of the protein-rich pulse. Oh, I should have done a joke about a finger on the pulse. Never mind. Right. Um, chickpeas from Russia, which account for a quarter of the global trade, trade were axed due to sanctions. So if you think we better hurry up and end this war because of uh, having a hummus dip... You definitely are a working class. Good to know. Good to know. Long-term listeners will be aware of the fact that I have reproduced. Just nearly four months ago, popped out a kid. And then I saw this story. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Um, We could be seeing the end of lullabies. Traditional lullabies are in danger, according to this newspaper. Uh, They're being forgotten by new mums and dads because, apparently, we don't know the lyrics. In the olden days, parents knew the lyrics and they were better parents. And this article is saying that uh, you young people having kids... Young people having kids. Apparently I'm young. uh, Aren't that good at singing the the lullabies. Well, hey, back it up like a Tonka truck there, my friend. I don't necessarily get the lyrics right, but I think when I sing lullabies, I make them more appropriate for my little kid. Because sometimes you've got to zhuzh them up and make them a bit more... 
appropriate. For example, when I'm singing about Jack and Jill, there is a, a definite new way that I do it. See if you like these lyrics to Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fill their petrol tank. Jack got lost when he saw what it cost and Jill had to call the bank. Now you've got to be honest, that does fit. That's a bit more modern, isn't it? Um, I can do more as well. If you're a fan of Humpty Dumpty... Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Even though he was totally to blame, some dodgy lawyers helped him make a claim. And I just think things like that will really help my kid get an understanding. Because it's all very well singing about the plague or whatever. That's not useful skills for him, is it? He needs modern skills through modern lullabies. Like this one that I sing to him. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. Spying down from up on high. Watching us from the sky. You're not a star, I have to say You're a spy satellite made by Huawei I should bring out an album And I did promise that you'll find out how I am like Joe Biden What, a powerful individual who can change the future of many? No, you're correct to say no at your radio then Joe Biden is apparently a laughingstock because he made an Anchorman-style blunder by reading something on the auto queue that he shouldn't have done. During a TV speech ahead of a signing of an executive order, the 79-year-old continued, end of quote, repeat the line. <laughs> so he's there going like, blah, 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 I'm speaking American. End of quote, repeat the line. Now, I'm not going to judge him, because of course I've done the same. Well, any of the MASH report and late night MASH stuff that I do is all on auto queue and the TV show Ministry of Offence, all on the auto queue, right? And you can watch the latest episode. It goes out on Saturdays at uh, 8 o'clock, but you can find it on YouTube. They always edit these out, so you'll never see one on YouTube. But if you come and see it film live, sometimes I read stuff out that I'm not meant to. The best one was I'd just done, we'd done a little quiz round. People are being funny. I recapped the story and then said the words, insert joke. <laughs> we forgot to add a joke in the script. So look, I am not going to judge Joe Biden. I mean, he's doing it at 79 and I'm doing it at my age, so maybe he should judge me. It's a song with the word heart in the title, and yet I've not done a parody version that includes trumping. Um, no, even I'm worried about it. Am I off my game? Turns out no, because we were talking about this news story saying that parents these days are no good. They don't know the lyrics to nursery rhymes, and that means nursery rhymes are dying out. So I did my own versions. About Jack and Jill not being afford petrol. The little star was a spy satellite. I'm just upgrading them, making them more relevant than my, my kids going to learn. Julie agrees. Says, I like your lullaby, Steve. I never understood why we were singing to kids about the plague. Yeah, I mean, what's the message there? Hey, little toddlers, listen to this song that will remind you to wash your rats. Is that... Well, there you go. I say that now. Because we never thought there'd be a pandemic, but it happened. So maybe if you are listening at home, toddlers, make sure you wash your rats. Because the fleas on the rats can carry plagues. This is a public service broadcasting thing. Look, I, in general, I think I'm pretty good at understanding the news. Like last night I was on that TV show Headliners, where we go through the papers and, and talk about the news. It's kind of what I do for a living. This story, I don't understand. It's a really short one in a tabloid. And I'm reading it basically word for word. See if you can help me. Pranksters swapped laxatives for antidepressants in a supermarket in Arizona. And that's the story. 
And here's what I don't understand. Swapped laxatives for antidepressants. Doesn't explain which way around that's gone, does it? Because it's either that these pranksters got boxes of antidepressants and put laxatives in there instead. In which case, I don't think you'd cheer up. You know, they say get out more. I don't think you'd do that either. You'd be busy. Or they went in and found the boxes of laxatives and put antidepressants in there instead. Which means you'd still be constipated. But you'd be alright with it. I, don't, I honestly don't understand a word of what's happening in the world. I mentioned Twitter because people have been sending me some stories. Thank you for that, by the way. He says, punching the microphone. Thank you for that, by the way. Because there's a couple of stories in here which I guess we would categorise under the title of uh, Cost of Living Crisis. It costs how much? Well, apparently a cask of rare whiskey has fetched a record-breaking £16 million at auction. The 43-year-old single malt. You only get one malt for that much money. The record-breaking single malt uh, was bought from the Isle of Islay, whatever that is, and it feels like I've said that wrong. Isle of Islay sounds like you're pronouncing the word Isle wrong twice. Anyway, the Isle of Islay was uh, bought by a female collector in Asia, and she spent four, 16 million on some whiskey. Now, is the cost of living crisis affecting us that much? I, I've not bought whiskey in a long while, but 16 million. Unbelievable. I think I'm, I'm going to go cold turkey on this. Not that I can afford, afford turkey these days. But under the same topic, Martin sends in a story which I think makes us feel better. It's not just we poor people who are being hit by this. He sends me the story with a headline, Rising prices are derailing my castle renovation. Builders are pressuring homeowners into quickly accepting quotes before they jack up the price. Oh, what's that? You can't afford your castle renovation. Ah, oh, my heart bleeds for you. No, oh, I imagine there's nothing worth Imagine that. You bought yourself a castle, you think it's alright, but it's not a very modern castle. I'll try and do it up, and then you can't afford the repair bills. Ah, oh, how are you going to cope? Thing is, though, these posh people, go down to the cellar in the castle, you find some whiskey down there, you're minted again. And then there's this one. Apparently couples can boost their chance of conception. I'm not going to explain what that is. Uh, by more than a half, simply by better timing, they say. Now, I've not read the full story. I imagine they mean the time of the month, not like a one, two, three, four, and two, two, three. But then again, I imagine both could improve the situation. <clears throat> Obviously, because um, first time of trying, we knocked out a little uh, baby. I like to think that I am uh, an expert at these things, at uh, being fertile. So I'm, I'm an expert about these things. I mean, not just because I've got this kid. Also, I do seem to remember from growing up, if you want to increase your chance of pregnancy, don't do your GCSEs and drink cider around the back of the sheds. So, many options, many options. So there you go, podcast done. Thank you very much for listening to it. You can subscribe to wherever you find this podcast. Oh, I did say we've got a podcast-only story, didn't we? I should have got the paper ready, seeing as we've had the entire podcast to do it. Um, but you, meanwhile, yeah, you can tweet at time1075 underscore FM. Come on, find the thing. Come on, I'm just finding the news story. Um, you can also subscribe to wherever you found the podcast, you know, iTunes, other places. Are there other places? Well, I don't really know where you... Uh, where you oh, that's a news story about Rooney, although we never did that one either. Um, but we did. Here it is. The news story that I decided to keep for podcast only. In fact... 
We're talking about a new story. We should probably play one of the music beds. What's one of the music beds that we don't often use? God, that's god awful. Um, actually, it's too it's, it's too awful. Let's use uh, this one. <clears throat> the story: sixty thousand British people have been seeking help for porn addiction. Now, it doesn't say what kind of help straight away. Is this like, hi, IT support, my broadband's slow? Because that would have, you know... Well, how many videos are you getting through? Quite a lot, I'm addicted. But apparently, the number of Brits addicted to watching pornography has soared, wrong word, to 60,000 seeking help online. That's nearly double the previous. Now, is this because more people are watching porn? Or more people are realising, this is bad for me? This is, this is bad, I've got to... I got a grip like a builder over here. What's happening? New figures revealed uh, that apparently this is the UK's treatment group, UK's addiction treatment, UCAT is what it stands for, uh, that apparently the, the majority were men. No. No. Are you sure about <clears throat> But uh, last year the figure for women hit 40, it was up 40%, up from 32. Oh, sorry, 32%. I thought it was saying 60,000 men watch it, 32 women. Um, look, if you are impacted by this, well, you're not listening to this podcast, are you? This is not going to help. But if you've taken a break from your watching of porn to listen to this podcast, help is available. You can get a patch. It's a little uh, cotton patch. You sew it over your pants. And it might help. Um, then again, it might not. Listen, thank you for listening to the podcast. Until next time, bye.